Hello and welcome back into the Savage Situation podcast. It's your host here, Adam Savage. Good to have you guys here. And we've had such an amazing couple of seasons. We're back with a third season. Now I have a co-host every week, Ian Chambers. And we've got so much coming your way. And we have guests coming on. We're talking about the gaming world as well as, you know, things like online, lifestyle, sport as well. So it kind of encapsulates kind of everything that we like. And we hope you guys enjoy it as well. Now, one thing that's really going to help grow the show and expand to a bigger audience and broaden its horizons is if you guys do leave a review. It's really important to subscribe and follow to make sure you never miss an episode, but reviews are so key to getting us as high up the charts as humanly possible so that everyone can hear our brilliant podcast that you guys are obviously a massive part of as well. Uh, do make sure to leave a five-star review if you can. That'd be amazing with a comment as well, and hopefully it'll boost our show to outer space and beyond. Enjoy this new episode. It's a banger, if I do say so myself. I would say that though, but genuinely... Enjoy. Hello there, welcome to a new episode of the Savage Situation podcast. It's great to have you here. Ian. Yeah. Hello, mate. Uh, be honest with me. Mm. I've worn a very tight t-shirt today. <laughs> Does it look like I've got breasts? Because I feel like... I, I wasn't going to bring it up, but... I mean... Is it a bad thing to have I mean, breasts like that? You go to the gym, you hope that, it, that, that pecs develop and you go, yeah, I've got a big chest, but it looks right now like I'm rocking a bit of a B cup. Let me have a look. Just turn to the side. Let look, me see from look, this look from a side angle. No, they're, they're, they're good pecs, bro. They're good pecs. Thank you, mate. Thank you. I mean, a lot of it is... Can you do this, Boy. though? Can you do this? I know you, you can You can see me. Feel free to comment it. Can you do this? Oh, oh, oh I can do that a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I'd be like, do you remember that, that really old game yeah. show with Chris Tarrant um, back in the day? Do you remember, was it, was it, was it, there was a game show about like... Um, man oh man. Man oh man. Bloody <laughs> hell. Yeah, that's that. We are showing our age there. Yeah, that, that used to be a kind of a, like an intro thing. This is, this is very, this just started very homoerotically mm. and I'm kind of okay with it. I think I'm fine we with that. We appreciate each other's looks and feelings. We, we do. We, we massage each other's egos all the time. <laughs> uh, and that's why you guys listen to this. Not for the gaming stuff or the chit chat, just for ego massaging uh welcome to back to the show guys we've had a we've had a, a great few weeks actually it's been real fun just kind of hanging out and um and talking about all the things going on in the gaming world like things and like beyond. the ps5 showcase and beyond yeah we always say that and beyond yeah. it's like to infinity and beyond like games and uh we completely kind of got the ps5 showcase wrong mm -hmm. we you know we talked about oh death loop i'm carrying on dude i'm still playing death loop yeah tell me where you're at with that uh i'm getting i'm getting towards the end i think i'm right about 70 percent done um, not the longest game in the world, mind you, but really, really bloody good. Like I, I, it's not dropped off at all. It's still excellent. Um, and obviously lots of has happened since, but what do you think mate, of like the way that you, you scrap on it? Because apparently originally it was set to have a bit of a more robust melee combat system, but it was scrapped. What do you think of the way that works? Yeah. I mean, it's not to be honest for me personally that the game, um, I, stealth versus kind of combat. Yeah. I'm more of a kind of a all guns blazing. I'm just going to get in there, try and get the thing done as opposed to stealthing. But this game, I think it really relies on stealth because the enemies aren't that, they're not that amazing or that different. They've all got kind of big weapons and they can take you out pretty quickly. Yeah. It's just about you being sneaky and utilizing kind of, it's like a bit like Assassin's Creed, like utilizing your environment and just making sure that you kind of use the best weaponry and kind of slabs, which are kind of powers mm -hmm. that you have and stuff as well. So, um, but uh, mate, big week this week because gaming wise, the big one drops, the annual behemoth. Before we talk about the big one, I just want to apologize to anybody listening because you might be sitting there thinking, hold on a minute, Ian, you said that when you logged off the, oh, the show last yeah, time, you, you were going to download Deathloop and you were going to get on it. Um, I can confirm the game is downloaded and it is sitting oh. on my PS5. However, I, I've, I've been getting in a rut recently. I don't know if this happens to you, Sav, where you have several great games that you're really enjoying. And you haven't completed any of them yet. Yeah. And Rut roulette. At the minute, it's Zelda. I need to complete Zelda. Once that's done, I'm going to move on to Deathloop. Yeah. It's, I mean, I, I, I'm with you 100% because there's nothing... I mean, I've got about a gazillion games in my collection yeah. that I just like sat at like 63% completed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've just not finished them. And they and they go to Tsushima. It's one of those games. It's like, I'm so close to the end. And for anyone listening right now who's in the same position as us tweet us let us know which game you have not finished that's been in your library for x amount of time that you are desperate to finish but just haven't got the time because other things have taken over majora's mask oh i know it's, it's zelda again it's like it's hard for me because I, I proclaim to be one of the biggest zelda fans of all time and just constantly sitting there in my psyche <laughs> is the fact 
that I never completed Majora's Mask. And I hope that no one ever asks me about it when I'm like, yeah. when they say, oh, which one was your favorite one to complete? I'll, I'll just go, oh, I'll just skip past it. Yeah. Skip wait, past wait, wait, it. Wait, wait, talk about that one. It's fine. Even when I got it for the, the remake on the DS or the 3DS, I can't remember which one it was, still didn't complete it. So there's just something about that game that defeats me. But anyway, you're about to talk about the game um, of the year. And it's a game that back in the day, some of my fondest memories of being in my 20s was going to Tesco 24 hours and standing and waiting in line because it, they did it for a bit cheaper there, like 30 quid at the time, 28 quid, I think you could get it, and queuing for that midnight launch of FIFA. Yeah. Was, was, I mean, this is, is it, was this before or after you, uh, your mate launched a controller at your window and smashed it? This was after because that, that's one of the things that keeps me going. When I, <laughs> when, when, whenever I'm losing, I just think back to that moment. Yeah, I think, like, maybe I can make this guy throw his controller out of my window. Yeah, that is, that is the end game, not just winning, but maybe I can make him break one of my window panes to be replaced and <laughs> create a massive hassle getting that fixed. Um, no, dude, the, actually, um, FIFA 20, yeah, FIFA 22 is out. And mm. I think what happened last year with FIFA 21 is um, it came out later, didn't it? Because obviously we had the pandemic and like the, the season started later. So like yeah. transfer window is extended to everything. So this is kind of almost back to where it should be. It was always kind of like mid to late September. I think last year was like late October it came out. But now we have like this um, FIFA 22. And uh, have you played it at all? Have you had a chance to touch it at all yet or see anything well, from it? We had a bit of a, a moment, didn't we? Me and you. And, and it's important for me, because, especially with work, that I play this FIFA. And, I, and not just because... You know, I want to come across like I'm immersed in the game. I want to be good at the game. Yep. Like this time around, I want to be good and I want to build a really strong yep. ultimate team. However, I tell Faye like, that every day, by the way. Oh yeah, I just got to play FIFA for research purposes. Like, yeah, I got to yeah. research. And she's like, oh, shut up, you melt. <laughs> I think that's what I'd tell my girlfriend. <laughs> um, I love that this <laughs> is becoming like, as well, this is becoming like a show which is ultimately trying to find Ian a new girlfriend. If you're interested. Yeah, if you're out there, uh, at Ian Chambers, you can uh, find me on Call 1-800-SORTIAN <laughs> now, please. But yeah, I want to play it. But as always, you always have the scoop and, and it's never really a, a big scoop. It's just, I, it's gone straight over my head. Um, I thought the release date for FIFA was the 1st of October. Mm -hmm. And it is, it is. It is. But, but you, like I'm sure many of you listening as well, are already playing it. And in case you aren't, Sav, do you want to fill people yeah, in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, th so this, is, this is something I figured out last year, which, is, um, which was when I was doing my annual... I have an annual trying to find the lowest price version of FIFA possible kind of game that I play with myself. Like I will not, I will not pay fifty pounds if I find it for forty nine pounds. But if I find it for forty nine, I must find it for forty eight somewhere. Somewhere's got to be doing it for forty eight. So I'm always kind of yeah. trying to find. I mean this, I mean this year as well, mate. Like the game is extraordinarily expensive. Have you seen how much this is retailing for now? Madness. Like right, money. The, we've had a chat about this, haven't we? About oh, how we've got what we think games should cost. Yeah in uh in in 2021 yeah and i can i can put my balls on the table right here right now and say they should not cost 80 quid let's get out like, let's get out on camera yeah yeah, yeah. balls on the table so, so. um but I, i'm not physically doing it metaphorically metaphorically but you know what? i think the the thing for me is actually <laughs> with uh, this well you make a good point that i was gonna i was gonna bring this up but like this week in the show there's um there's a brand new game that's come out i want to say it was called keener bridge of spies but that's a, that's a tom hanks film um it's called uh <laughs> it's called keener i think bridge of spirits there we go um keener bridge of spirits it came out this week and it's this beautiful looking kind of um third person um uh, adventure game which is like this, this kind of fantastical wilderness it looks really really cool I love a platform it looks great it looks yeah. gorgeous and that came in I think retailing at £35 on like PS4 5 and you kind of go okay so immediately I don't know if you feel the same way here if I see a game that's retailing for like £30-35 immediately I'm like okay it's a shorter game we said about Lost yeah. Legacy didn't we about, about Uncharted yeah but it shouldn't be because 35 quid. it's a lot of money acceptable yes of course it is for a lot of people and for a lot of us and just in general right if 35 quid for a video game yep. isn't justifiable like that's it's, it's a hard thing to justify when you've got to pay your mortgage your rent your bills your big shop all that sort of stuff yeah if you want maybe two games a month which is you know it's a, it, that's a big ask yeah you know 70 quid for two games is is a lot of money oh god i always go by the tuck shop currency like i could get yeah. three and a half thousand penny sweets for that three and a half yeah, thousand sour watermelons you know what? I love that. That's the way I do things in my brain as well. And it's not always financial. <laughs> Tuck shop currency. Like if, if I've got, well, if, if I've got a long drive and someone's like, oh my God, Ian, you've got to drive all the way down to 
Portsmouth, for example. And I'd be like, yeah, but it's no longer than Lord of the Rings, the first film. Or that, like, I love that. That's wicked. Says, okay, okay. Or if someone says, oh, yeah, I'll be there in 20 minutes, I'll be like, great, you'll be here in an episode of The Simpsons. See you then. And it's just where my brain... That is I, wicked, <laughs> mate. I love that. Imagine if Satnav said the same thing. The Satnav's you'll like, be there. Satnav's like, um, take me to take me to Southend. The uh, trip to Southend lasts just as long as Mission Impossible 2. I'd love that. I'd that lo- is, I'd love that. That is what I want. That is, and I'm like, oh, that flew by when I watched that. Yeah, that, yeah, <laughs> there's, that, is the, that is the extension. We need that. Listen to app producers. We need yeah. that. Google Maps, get on that big time. Get on it. Um, yeah. But I mean, Keener Bridge, uh, yeah, Bridge of Spirits <laughs> looks looks beautiful. It's 35 pounds, fine. But you look at like FIFA, and I think the top the top price right now for like the PS5 copy, for like the Ultimate Edition, is like 83 quid. Get That's the- mad. Out. Get out. Get out of my face. What are you, you giving? Are you sending me a gold brat. bar for buying it? Or what? Do I get my own personalized Ian Chambers FIFA 22 shirt on the game? Yeah. Like, what am I getting for 85 quid? You, you, you should, it should come with like a free complimentary spa day with an afternoon tea to sort you right out. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like a little kind of like, little like, it is a game and have a Do little right. experience on us. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the thing nuts. is, I'm Northern, so I'm just inherently tight. So like, when I hear <laughs> things like this, it makes me sick to my stomach. Mm. But still... I'm it's, excited because there's another way to do things. Yeah, but I think I think FIFA makes us spit feathers like more than any other game because of the amount of in-game purchases, because of the amount of money yes. you drop on packs, on on coins, on whatever it might be. I know kids. I'm going to tell you why it pisses me off. Yeah, I'm going to tell you why it gets me hot. Tell me, tell me. And what makes I you, don't makes normally you hot? Swear. Wow. I don't normally swear on the show. I've said piss. I've said balls already. I'm fired up. Okay. Because FIFA at 85 quid for a game that is pretty much the same game as last time. Yeah. That is, it's, it's the bit that gets me, and don't get me wrong, I love FIFA, but the consistent, you know, nature of the game is very, very similar to the previous edition. Yeah. I, if, if someone said to me, Ian, look, Breath of the Wild's coming out, and I can always go back to the same game, Breath of the Wild <laughs> 2, you can get your hands on it early before anyone else, but it's going to cost you 85 quid, I would say, take my, take my money on Breath. Yeah. But... Yeah. For FIFA, a game that I know what it's going to be, it's not a unique experience when I when I fire it up. I'm excited about it to see what the, the, the different sort of minuscule changes are. Mm-hmm. And you can tell me about those. But do you know what I mean? It's just the same same thing, different day, isn't it? It is pretty much the same the same game to a degree. I don't I don't really know. Obviously, the, the, the main thing is for me is it's the reset. The part of it, the fact that it goes back to kind of square one, um, and you get that. to start your squad from Scott from scratch, um, and I think that's what what kind of really separates itself, like from from from, from other games. Like it, it's it's the same game fundamentally, but it has. Yeah like new features each time around and like you get a few new bits here and there i mean going through some of the new features i mean they they change the obviously fifa now is compartmentalized into these different kind of modes and people have different things like some people that i know literally only play pro clubs or they only play career mode i'm like what about yeah. ultimate team they're like nah, don't do that that nonsense you're like really that's like the only that's the only mode i play i mean who the hell plays volta i mean i don't know what i don't know who plays that it's me is that you? I do like You're Volta. that guy. Just, oh. It reminds me of FIFA Street. Like when I'm playing it, I mean, that's what it pretty much is, isn't it? FIFA Street. <laughs> yeah. it, I mean, that was, dude, there was there was a game. On, I think man. we talked about this before. Do you remember FIFA 98 Road to the World Cup? Do you ever yeah. play that? And you had Beckham on the front cover, classic yeah. England shirt. I think this we got sent off against Argentina. Um, yeah. It had indoor football mode. That was banging. Oh yeah, my it God. Just, it's like, it, it's just like all of us on a, on a Thursday night. You know, I, I, I'm going to play a bit of a uh, five-a-side tonight. And, and sometimes it was just nice to to feel like you were part of the squad. And and I remember on FIFA Street in particular, Ronaldinho and, and the skills you could do and all the crazy mm. maneuvers. But yeah, at the Volta, yeah, I, I play it in bits and pieces. But I think you probably struggle to find anybody who doesn't play Ultimate Team now on FIFA, in my opinion. From my yeah. experience, most people are on it now. Yeah, that's totally right. Did you, you you saw the really random event that was me interviewing Ronaldinho recently, didn't you? You saw that kind of unfold. Come on, talk to me. What you saw, you did see that, right? You did see that? No, don't you? I didn't see the interview, but I remember you mentioning this. Oh my God. I, every year, I, I'm, you know, I say every year, the last two years, I've been very lucky to do this kind of um, charity event yeah. uh, online and like a lot of celebs get involved. And I, and I interviewed Sergio Ramos and Ronaldinho together. Imagine this that for a pairing. I love about gaming. How does gaming do that? How does <laughs> gaming pr- present that opportunity? I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, I, I mean, it was, it was, you know this as well as I do when it comes to interviews. When you're interviewing people, it can be tricky. When you interview people who don't speak your language, that's really tough. Pretty hard. It's, and that's, it's harder for me because I'm Northern. So like, I struggle just interviewing English people. But you, <laughs> but you, 
Yeah. How did he get around it? Did, Ronaldo, what, did, he, did he give you any good lands? That, well, I mean, not. I don't remember any of them. I don't think. I don't think they were that. It was more a case of me <laughs> saying, "What do you think of this?" Him going, "Very good." I was like, yeah, okay. Because obviously he's Russian. Uh, but yeah, I was yeah, yeah. Say, why is he a James Bond villain? What's going on? <laughs> why is he James Ronaldinho, what do you think of that? Can you imagine good. that? Can you imagine the new James Bond villain and you just see Ronaldinho going, hello? Oh, I would oh, I'd love that. Um, yeah, we should talk about James Bond in a bit. Yeah, we'll let's, definitely let's oh, continue. Definitely let's um, stick with it. Right, okay. What's it like? So, um, okay. you got these, an EA player. These are. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah play. Play. right. Let's talk features, and I'll talk about the way that the game. I've, I've I've got the game as well because there is the different ways you can play it. Right, these are the main features. I'll skip through them real quick. Uh, these are the supposed differences. The new one, hyper motion. Okay, apparently mm -hmm. brand new gameplay. PS Five, Xbox Series X and S, and Stadia. Every match mode makes you. This is how generic it is on the on the EA website. Brings every match in every mode even closer to the real thing. What does that mean? Ooh, what what does that mean? That's so vague. Yeah, hypermotion. Oh, it's amazing. It just makes it look better. It's a good way. It's a, I mean, it's I a mean, good term, isn't it? Hypermotion. I'll take it. I'll take it. Uh, we you, sound like proper FIFA haters. Yeah. Can I just, I, I just want to be clear here. I love, I love I, it I so much. I just don't, no, I just don't like spending a lot of money, um, but I do love FIFA. I, and I do, I do love this game. I, I love it so much. Like yeah. I would, I would go as far as saying more than, 60% of breaded goods. I the love good, FIFA more than that. That's a bit, I mean, I love bread. I love bread. That's, but, what, I'm, that's what I'm trying to say. It's a, it's a big freaking deal, mate. The good thing about FIFA is, is that you can just, whenever you want, whenever you've got five, 10 minutes, you can just play it and then you can put it down again. And that's what's so good about Pick it. Up Carry and on. Play for the win, always. Okay, yeah. new gameplay features. Uh, rewritten goalkeepers, the new attacking tactics. Um, career mode. Um, yeah, you can relegate candidates to global giants. Enjoy player career. Okay, boring. Volta mode looks spruced up. Ultimate team. Here we go. This is the big stuff here right now. Um, here we go. Have you actually? They, they've changed the, the pack animation as well. Have you seen that? They actually got actual packs like stickers. Have you seen yeah. this? I quite like it. It's, it's, I mean, it's cute. It, it definitely kind of ticks a box for twelve-year-old me, but. Yeah, it's cool. Um, okay, division rivals and fut champions has been redesigned to make it more accessible, um, more customization aspects uh, on and off the pitch, kind of a football manager kind of style, um, and introduces fut heroes. The return of some of football's most memorable players. Okay, who will, who like who have we got? Any 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 standouts? Um, I don't. Know. Who would you who would you have? You can choose any player to come into the mix. Who would you have? Hold on a minute. What's this? Memorable? Why am I looking at Indiana Jones? I don't know why you're looking at Indiana Jones. It's a weird thing to suddenly. Oh, they've all been. Oh, they've all been given like like Tim Cahill. Yeah. As 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 what the hell? What are you, I need what to are you show looking you on? Like, let me send you. A, let me send you a message. This is going to be like like there's Game of Thrones characters and all this stuff. So all these legends have like been like Robbie Keane is dressed as Indiana Jones. What? I don't understand this. Let me just let me just send this to you, and, and, and I'll let you have a look. But I found a page on the official FIFA 22 website where these um, foot heroes are all, are all like movie star characters on the on the pictures that they are displayed. This is not nah, making any sense. Well, here, this can't this, really this cool. can't be a thing though, surely, because Diego Melito looks like he's from Excalibur or Dungeons and Dragons. What is this? What? Uh, heroes again. Oh, okay. So it's just like Clint Dempsey. Oh my God. Some of the other ones you've got Oli Gunnar Sol Yeah, I saw Oli Gunnar Solskjaer's coming to the game, which is pretty sick. It looks um, like, who's that? What's that character? Is he Captain America? No, who's that guy? Yeah, some, uh, there's Cordoba, there's uh, Yertsy Dudek, Joe <gasps> Cole. David Ginola. David yes. Ginola, yes, let's go. Okay, so there's lots, there's lots of different things to kind of the game. So that's that's the game. So the game's changed to a degree. Uh, it's different, um, but that's, that's pretty mad. Cool artwork though. Um, but the yeah. actual um, way I'm playing it, EA Play basically is a way that you can pay like 79 pence, I think, for a month's worth. I did this last year, uh, access to all the EA library of games, but you get FIFA 22 mm -hmm. um, now, as of the 22nd, I think it is, of September, 10 hours you can play. That, that 10 hours, it's a tick, you know, if you turn the system off, that clock stops and it starts back up again when you reload the game. So you get 10 hours to do the entire game. And at the end of it, you get like a really minute kind of like 5% discount on the actual game if you buy it through EA Play. Um, or you can pay, or you can get it, early access with one of the special things on the 27th i think it is or wait for october 1st when the actual standard edition comes out so there's all these three different dates i mean how mad is that it's like when you're yeah, young, I think it's like when you're younger and go to a, a, a shop and go i want to buy a pair of puma king football boots yeah. but there's like four different versions like the cheap version with the bad leather do you know what i mean and it starts yeah, sending yeah, yeah. its way to like oh this, this is the good this is the 80 pound version oh these are the good ones what 
Yeah, I, I think now that you mention it, I just want to get my hands on it as quick as possible. I think 10 hours is quite a decent amount of playtime as well. You can get a lot done in 10 hours. You can, yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, mate, I, I turned it on last night and just have a bit of a bash. Uh, yeah. And I oh, yeah. kid you not, dude, I've got such bad pack luck in general. Mm. I get really bad, like, pull back, you know, and if you haven't played FIFA Ultimate Team, where have you been for the last five years? But ultimately... It's uh, ultimately. It, ultimately, yeah. um, it is like collecting stickers, but they're actual players that you can use in the game, um, and you can yeah. trade them and whatnot. And um, I last night first pack got Romelu Lukaku, eighty-eight rated <laughs> Chelsea striker. <laughs> And uh, now I'm in this conundrum of like, that's, ama- that's amazing, a big player, a rude player, but do I keep him because he's a bit of a goat and he can dominate the front line or do I sell him and give myself like a decent base squad? Really build the foundations of a strong team here. I could. I, th- I like to think that me and Romelu Lukaku could be good friends. I think so, yeah. yeah. He's, he's a charismatic man, isn't oh, he? Oh, dude, I didn't tell you. I went to watch United versus West Ham the weekend in oh, person yeah? with, our friend Le- with our friend of the show, Levin 11, 2K. Levin! You saw, oh right, so 112K, if you, if you don't know about him, we did do a, an episode with him and he's an absolute legend. He's a, he's a Fortnite slash Manchester United analyst now, I guess. He does all sorts of stuff. He's a cast there. Um, he is the same size as LeBron James. He is very tall and I've been fascinated to know what it was like to stand next to him. What was it like? Is he as big in person as you imagine? Dude, I, I, I genuinely... I imagine standing next to Levin is what it yeah. feels like to stand next to a Velociraptor. The guy is the size of a small building. Like he's genuinely yeah. like, like I, 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 one of those moments where I thought, I know he's six foot eight. I know he's a big dude. 19 yeah. as well. 19. He, we go, I met, I met him at a Pret at Stratford station Gosh. and he's like, yo, what's up? Stands up. Yeah. And I was like, y- y- you are I'm 6'3", and you are huge, mate. Like, it was... It, Did he make you feel slightly inferior? Oh, mate, I felt... I, I put my balls between my legs and went, yeah. this is embarrassing. I'd have gone home, personally. Yeah. You know, they say in front of a bear, you should always never kind of, like, be attacking, just kind of curl up into a yeah. ball and hope it doesn't hurt yeah. you. I did that in the middle of prep. I can't Lisa. imagine... <laughs> I can't, imagine, <laughs> I can't imagine being 19, living mate. the dream like he is Man. in regards to the work that he's doing. Well, it's, it, it, was, it was wicked. So we, we went to the yeah. game. And I, I mean, the, the biggest thing for me, obviously, going to the game, which was great, Ronaldo, seeing Ronaldo on. in person. Ronaldo he scored, scored as well. Did he score? Or he not? scored. Yeah he, yeah, he scored as well. Um, we had the Jesse Lingard last minute curler, top corner. Then we had the De Gea penalty first penalty save in like mm. seven years. Man, yeah. it was mega. It was like the crazy. I mean, for me, the worst part was I was sat with the West Ham fans. So I'm there going, "Yay, go Irons!" And in reality, I'm thinking, "Come on, United!" Yeah, yeah. I was, yeah, I was just going mad. I remember I was was once at the Carling Cup final when Spurs won and they're against Chelsea. And mm-hmm. in the following year, it was at the Cali Cup final again against Manchester United. Yeah. And my dad got his tickets by mistake in the, in the United stand. Of course, my United won. I'm a Spurs fan, just so you know. Yeah. And I'm sitting there with my head down throughout the entire game. It was horrendous. <laughs> always, <laughs> so always getting the right stand. Also about football, <laughs> just really briefly. Do you play football? Oh yeah, I do. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I haven't played in a while, like competitively. Yeah, me too. And I was, I was sat with a couple of friends having some beers um, the other night and they were like, Oh, Ian, we got a, we got a space on Thursday night at six aside. Do you want to come and play? And I was like, yeah, man, I will see you there. And I was like bragging about, oh, I'm going to score all these goals and no one's going to be able to catch me and all this sort of stuff. Yeah. And then reality hit on Wednesday when I get a text saying you're still playing on Thursday. And I'm like, well, I don't have any football boots. And um, <laughs> Did you say that in the group? No, I just said, yeah, yeah, see you there. So I went on Amazon Prime. So I've got a pair of goal of football uh, trainers coming today. Um, Gola, mate, you've got old Gola. school. Jesus, I went real old school. Oh I got some God. shin pads, you know, just want to protect pretty little shins. And I am, um, I'm nervous. I don't know if I have still got it, brother. What's you, I need you to hype me up. You've got the stature of a gazelle. You'll be fine. What's what's the um what's the what's the position? What do you kind of tend to play? Well, I, when it was eleven aside, I was right wing, and I, I would just bomb down that bomb down those uh, okay. bylines like a headless chicken. Okay. Um, I feel that. But yeah, I, I, we'll, see, we'll see what happens. Five sides, different kettle of fish, innit? I just don't, I hope people aren't too rough. No, 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 you'll be fine. I mean, you're, I mean, the thing about five aside, which I love, is that you're going to get there and, and you could literally be facing anybody. Like, you, like yeah. it, could be, it could be like a ex-academy players to a group of lads who don't ever play football and they're just doing it to get out of the house. Like, they, do you know what I mean? Like, they, you could face anybody. You know that you have reached a peak and that you, you're on the downward spiral when you have to do like a Boris Johnson rugby tackle to get someone down to the ground because you can't possibly <laughs> have them humiliate you any longer. 
That's the kind yeah. of level we're talking about there. Um, Absolutely. I love that. <laughs> Again, this rabbit hole. Where are we going? About, I don't know. Yeah, I don't so, know. So, FIFA, so back to FIFA. Back to FIFA. Are we saying it's better than FIFA 21? I mean, from what I've played so far, it, the game felt genuinely, it felt a little bit slower to me. Whether that's something that I'm, um, whether that's just me. Because I, yeah, I, I like to think that over the years, I, I'm, I'm the same as you. When I play a game and you, you said that you want to get more into FIFA and kind of really give it your all and kind of get into it. Because yeah. I'm the same. I've done a few FIFA events. I want to make sure I know my stuff um, as well as I want to be the best I can be on the game because I've played it for so long. Um, yeah. and, they, and for me, like it, I, I, I'm, I try really hard to, to get ahead there, but I always tend to coast around division four, division five. I can't seem to get out of those divisions in the mid section because they're just so bloody competitive all the time. But it felt good. It, it feels good. It looks great. Um, and I'm just, I'm just looking forward to building a squad out from the get go again. Good. Well, I'm going to download it straight after this on EA Play for a matter of pence yeah. and get my 10 hours free playtime and see if I can pack someone as good as you did. Mate, you've got so, we'll see many, what happens. You've got so many games to play. I feel for you, but I also envy you to have all those kind of experiences. I really have. need to start playing video games a lot more than I am because at the minute I'm literally stuck in a, in a Zelda loop, not a death loop. I'm in a Zelda loop at the minute. So I need to get out of it yeah. and start broadening my horizons question for you would you ever would you ever cosplay as a zelda character would you ever go would you ever cosplay because i said they just announced that um like egx and uh, comic-con is coming to london in september and october yeah would you ever cut a cosplayers or or, or as anything would you ever kind of like get dressed up and have a bit of oh, a jolly for sure well, would you be up for that because i'd be well up for doing that I, I've, oh I've, yeah i mean every halloween and and you know i go big for that but every single time there's a huge wrestling event me and my friends have a get together mm. bring up wrestling again and we all come dressed up as wrestling characters, but we we go like all out, like we go full on for it. Um, so I think I'd really enjoy it. I think if I, I'd probably go as Ganondorf personally, I think I could really. Oh, go mate, Ganondorf. straight for the big boss man. Yeah, big boss man. That's that's it. Which I mean, what what a, what a wrestler he was, big boss man. Do you remember him? Oh, oh speaking mate, of wrestling, speaking big boss man was an absolute legend. Absolute ledge, mate. Oh, mate, I remember the Bushwhackers, Legion of Doom. Yeah. Um, I, I went to like a, I went to like a, a kind of an old school wrestling match back in the day and it had like Skinner and all these kind of really Skin, like, yeah. The, Skinner was great. Yeah, these, these banging old school wrestling. Mate, uh, mate, wrestling stickers were the, the jam when I was growing up. I used to love collecting wrestling. Oh, I've just, re- I've just had a, a massive thought, an epiphany. <laughs> have you, have you seen this new thing coming to Netflix with The Undertaker? Yes. Oh in the new day. my so God, that looks Halloween dope. special. Well, by the way, I just want to say something really quickly. If you are a lapsed wrestling fan, if you've fallen out of love with professional wrestling, yeah. there is a wrestling company right now called AEW, All Elite Wrestling. And I can tell you now, they are recreating all of your favorite passions and feelings for the wrestling industry with the way they are doing things at the minute. Check out AEW. I watched an event. I was up till 4 a.m. last night watching their latest event, and it was absolutely amazing. That's, um, that is wicked. I love that you're flying the flag for wrestling to this degree. What you, mate, oh, for sure. I'm putting out that you should be freaking hosting this thing, dude. You'd be perfect. The passion, the love for it. I oh, mean, man. You, I can imagine you, you, know, you have these moments in your career where you kind of like have these kind of, you kind of go, yeah. I've, I've really, this is a big one that I'm not going to forget. Can you imagine your love for wrestling? And there you are one day going, ladies and gentlemen, like, kind of like, and like you're there kind of on the casting you know desk. Host. Mate, that you dream come true. I, I've never shared this. I'm going to share it here on this podcast. I've come very, very close to living my wrestling dream Ooh, twice. Okay. All right. Number one, um, ITV brought back world of sport wrestling. And it was on ITV Saturday nights. And I was one of the two backstage interviewers that was brought for the show. And then they made some cuts and only went with one. So I missed my chance on ITV to be a backstage host for World of Sport Wrestling. And then WWE, I sent my show reel to WWE once. And I got a phone call while I was live on the radio from their lead commentator saying, Ian, we love your show reel. Um, can we talk? So I'm like, yeah, cool. I meet him in Manchester because he was in, he was hosting some um, wrestling events there. We sit and have a coffee. He says, I think you're great. Um, as soon as the opportunity comes up in the UK division, it's yours. Wow. Without saying any names, six months ago, the man got released from WWE. <sighs> so my contact, which we would email each other regularly, is now gone. However. Oh, gut-wrenching, bro. Oh, man. I'm not giving up because what do we never do, Sav? We never give up. We never give up. We never give we up. We never give up. Um, so yeah, wrestling and the Undertaker special at Halloween on Netflix is going to be mint. Speaking of cosplay, have you ever done it? And would you ever do it? 
I've cosplayed a few times. Um, not, uh, I've actually, what have I done? I've done, I've did recently, obviously for an episode of my, the, the first hour that I host, mm. we did like a site. We always get dressed up on that. Oh yeah. I've seen uh, we, that, yeah. we actually got dressed up as, um, Johnny Silverhand and cyberpunk, like Keanu Reeves's character. Yeah. I felt pretty empowered by it. I had like a leather vest on and it was tight and it, you know, <laughs> felt good about myself, you know? Um, but I think at the same time, like, you know, we, I've, I've done a few things in the past. Like I've dressed, I've dressed I don't know if I'd ever, I think another extreme is, is going to a cosplay competition as like entering a competition. I've hosted a couple of cosplay competitions and they are wild. I went to this one, I was in the Middle East and I was kind of part of my uh, work that I was doing there, hosted this this cosplay competition because in the Middle East, everyone's very reserved, obviously, kind of mm. culturally. And then suddenly here's, here's one night a year, you get to kind of really express yourself as you want to. And this one this one guy turned up as the, the clown from It. Oh God, Jesus. Yeah, but didn't just have like the clown of it, had like a full on performance with like music, like animations behind him, like this yes. full thing that he'd, it was it was like a, performance it, it was incredible oh amazing and i was like this guy takes it seriously i love this Got a lot of time if, I, if and when i do it i'm going to take it very seriously talking about taking something really seriously one thing i do take very seriously is the james bond franchise and you oh, know how yeah. much i do and listen i we're going well and truly into the weeds of entertainment here and stepping away from video games i'm sure we'll go back to it but we, it all we do that literally together. every single we just spoke about wrestling it is and and my, my breasts like Oh, no, I could talk about your breasts for an hour. You know? <laughs> um, it was, it's, it's a topic that has been running wild um, for, for many years, and that is who will replace Daniel Craig as the next James Bond. Now, mm. you know, there was lots of talk of it being Idris Elba. Um, yep. I've, I, if I'm honest, I'm done with Craig. I'm done with it. Like, I'm ready to see somebody else. I, I want to get this one done and yeah. dusted and we move on. But yep. then what Daniel Craig actually did this week was address... Um, speculation of the next James Bond being a female. Um, and he was asked, do you think that uh, James Bond could be played by a woman? And I absolutely loved his answer. He said the answer to that is very simple. There should be simply better parts for women. Um, so why should a woman play James Bond? Mm -hmm. uh, there should be a part just as good as James Bond, but for a woman. And I'm all for... Like, I think, you know what? I, if I go see a, a movie and the, um, the is it protagonist, antagonist? What am I trying to think is? Protagonist is the, yeah, the lead. Yeah, lead um, the lead, character. yeah. I don't think about the sex of the, the actor. I think about the storyline, the plot, and if I'm going to enjoy it. Mm -hmm. And James Bond, to me, look, his name is James Bond. So I feel like inherently Bond needs to be a male actor. Um it's, 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 yeah. And I, I was, I was saying the other day actually to somebody comparatively, you think about, let's say for instance, there's a new Tomb Raider movie yeah. and Lara Croft is now being played by Matt Damon. Mm. You'd be like, why? What? Yeah. Why? Like, cause it's, it's Lara Croft that the character is a female character, like mm. Lara Croft. Yeah. It, with James Bond, it's one of these ones where, um, it, the character has been male for the, for you know since the sixties, yeah. since Doctor No, um, which was you know Sean Connery for me. Who's your favorite Bond for me? It's Sean, Sean Connery. Connery every single time. Yeah, Sean Connery, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, name's Bond, James Bond. But, 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 I can't really the, do. but, but I know where you're going with this. Now I don't want to interrupt, but he he is a male. Is is a male character in the same yes. way that Mario has got a mustache. Um, yep. You know it, that's what it, it's the way he operates. He operates like a man. Um, the way that we've all became accustomed to um, James Bond's lifestyle and his attributes. Yeah. And, you know, I grew up wanting to be James Bond. Yeah. And I think, I think I, and for whatever reason, the scene that kind of comes to my mind, there's a scene. Okay. It's, it was in Casino Royale. Yeah. And Le Chiffre, Mads Mikkelsen, mm. legend, love that guy, has got a piece of rope. James Bond's naked and he's literally whipping him with this giant piece of rope yeah. and smacking him in the balls. Yeah. Okay. Now, it's completely emasculating this guy. Yeah. Can you imagine if the roles were reversed and that was a female lead character? No one could watch that. No, no one would want to watch that because it would be it would be brutal. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the thing is that I think that James Bond can be, you know, and again, it's one of these fine lines where you can't, you know, of course, any if a female character was brought forward to play James Bond, would I go and see it? You're damn right, I, would. yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't not go and see it because you know because of that. But I think for me, it's like I think um, Ian Fleming as well wrote the books. Uh, but with James Bond being a male in mind. Mm. So I think that's the, that's always been the kind of the, the feeling. I think, I think, you know, Daniel Craig coming out, because I think it was, I think a few years ago, he did say about that he would definitely welcome the idea of there being a female James Bond. I think even in this movie, from what I gather from the trailers, I think 007 
is played by a female because he's kind of like his license to kill has been revoked and someone else has got his license. Yes. But then again, the, that, that then becomes less of a James Bond franchise and becomes more the 007 franchise because 007 could be basically anybody. Yes. But James Bond is James Bond. So it's it's a real tricky one. I'm, I'm with you. I think Daniel Craig has, has run his course yeah. as James Bond. And that's okay. And like, he's done an amazing job. And, and some of the films, we don't talk about Quantum of Solace, but some of the films were, were, were phenomenal. At Skyfall, you know, Casino Royale, amazing movies. Yeah. The, the, just back to what we're saying, like the thing that, that gets me is that I find myself losing my articulation and ability to speak when it comes to being able to say that I prefer the idea of James Bond being a male actor. And I think a lot of that is because um, we all, yeah. we're all very aware of how the climate and, and the world is changing and it has so much for the better over the past, just five years mm-hmm. alone. Like the way the yeah. world and, and, and views of certain individuals and, and uh, groups has changed over the past several years is, is massively for the better. But I found myself in a, it, not in a corner, but I'm like, ah, how do I, how do I articulate that? I want James Bond to be a man. It's, it is, it is, it is a hard thing. Yeah. I, I, I'm totally on board with you. I'm sure listeners as well will be thinking, it is sometimes hard it to is. articulate a point in, in 2021 yeah. without meaning to be offensive. Yeah, I agree. And, and the thing is, I went to uh, what, the most recent film I saw at the cinema was Jungle Cruise. And was it good? I'm, st- I'm desperate for the watch that. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, mate, it's, it's absolutely awesome. You know, I love The Rock. And, yeah. and I went in thinking, oh, this is a rock film. I just can't wait to see The Rock in this. And do you know the real, the real badass in this film was Emily Blunt, right? Yeah. Not just as a, the way that she uh, carries herself as, a, as an actor, but... She kicks kicks ass in this film, and I came yeah. out of it thinking like The Rock was the B player to Emily Emily Blunt in this. I, I get to the point as well where I think a lot of like actors like The Rock. The Rock has done his fair share of movies. I think this is a real chance to have a new James Bond. Yeah, because do you remember Daniel Craig's movies? Like, do you remember like Layer Cake? That was a great movie. Did you yeah, watch yeah, that? Yeah, I did. Great film. But, but like, yeah, it, it should have been Idris Elba a while ago. I think. I think Elba yeah. would have been the man. Like I've seen him in certain films since. Um, it was discussed as potentially being the next James Bond. And I thought, why has this not happened? Like the man just oozes that natural James Bond style charisma. Um, yeah. But I think, I think, is I think, it too late for him? I don't know. I'm not sure. Well, that that alone, you know, I think because we, who are the actors that were considered for a while? It was Idris Elba. You had Tom Hiddleston, I think was in the mix. Tom Hardy for a long time was in the mix He'd to play him. Um, but I think Idris was a, was a, was a, was something else as well that popped up, which was, you know, to have a, to have a, a black bond or, a, you know, someone, a different, um, um, different ethnicity playing yeah. what is predominantly a white character in the, in the series, which I, which I, I presume Ian Fleming, um, wrote somewhere rather. That was the kind of what he envisaged for Bond. Mm. But, um, I just don't it's a really interesting about, conversation, I don't man. Think, yeah, it is. Cause I don't think about James Bond's race. Like I just no. don't, like, for me, I just, it, it, it's about how he operates, what he does. I don't really think about where, hey, Bond, where yeah. were you born? Were you born in Somerset and you, you've got a family from wherever? Like, I don't yeah. really think about it. It's the way he operates, isn't it? He's straight, because he's straight into the action regardless, isn't he? So. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I, and I love, I love the thing is every Bond has had their different kind of like, their different way about them. Like, yeah. I think that, I actually really like Timothy Dalton as Bond. I yeah. thought he was really good Underrated. in Living Daylights. Um, did you like, License did to you kill. like Brosnan? <sighs> GoldenEye was absolutely unbelievable. Yeah, was. Like I loved GoldenEye as a film. Mm. But I think as time went on, the scripts became more and more hokey, more cheesy. It wasn't quite as, I don't know, World is Not... An, I, the only Bond se- movie I have never, ever seen is Dying of the Day. I've never seen it. Really? I saw a man on the front cover who looked like he was covered in frost. Yeah. And I thought, I'm not into that. I don't want to see that. That makes no sense to me. I'm good. I've seen it, but I can't remember what happened. So it wasn't worth it. <laughs> It was one with, I think it was the one with, there was fencing in it. I remember, I don't, I, you know, whatever. There was a thing, there was a, it was, it was obviously a, a big Bond movie, but I think what Daniel Craig did is he came in and gave his like, right, I'm going to be like brutal. I'm going to be kind of like, you know, a bit like Matt Damon in the Bourne movies. He was kind of like, all the fight scenes were kind of like really full on. <laughs> yeah. It was like, it was proper hardcore. It was, it was, it was a great film um, or great kind of series of movies that he kind of was in, but I'm looking forward to who's going to take the bat on and what they're going to do with the character moving forward. Because I think that's the exciting part for me. Yeah, agree. Right. Um, do you know when we, we caused controversy ourselves by completely um, getting wrong the PlayStation Showcase predictions on our mm. episode a couple of um, weeks ago? Yeah, yeah. So tonight, um, so by the time this podcast goes out, there'll have been September's Nintendo Direct. Yeah. Um, so I love watching them. I just love the way that these, these, these um, I'm going to call them mini shows, are just presented. I love the vibe. I love the Japanese style. 
And more importantly, I love the announcements. And should we do a bit of predicting here as your Nintendo guru? Should I try and think what we're going to see or what we want to see? Yeah, sure, sure. Okay. Um, right. So you, you have you got predictions on what you want to see at Nintendo Direct? I'm ready to see, um, uh, you know, I always go on about it, but I am definitely ready to see Breath of the Wild 2 gameplay footage. Mm -hmm. I would love mm -hmm. to see that. Will we get it? I'm not sure. Metroid Prime Remastered mm. is going to be a thing of beauty. Yep. The last one we had, the last Metroid Prime game, the shooting, shooter game, um, it, it was, I think it was on the Wii. Um, and it was mint. And it was mm -hmm. like, it pushed mm -hmm. the Wii to its limits. Like everyone was playing on Wii Tennis and all these <laughs> like average graphic games. And then all of a sudden the Metroid comes out and everyone's like, oh, right, this console can go. And, and, and the developers behind it really pushed it. So I'm interested in seeing another... Uh, we'll seeing a Metroid trailer and announcement mm -hmm. tonight. Yeah. That would be good. I'd like to say, I mean, anything which takes the, the legacy of Nintendo and, and its kind of IP and, and does something kind of exciting with it, yeah. I, I'm all for. And I want to see the next the next kind of generation's version of the, of, of that thing. I think what, um, what I'd like to see is, <clears throat> I told you before, one of the, I think for me, the best game I've ever played on the Switch, controversially, is Mario Rabbids Kingdom Battle. The, yes. the the turn-based strategy game i would love to see like number two like the next iteration of that That'd whether it's with rabbits or something else I, I i would love to see that um i think i think you know are we going to see a mario kart 9 at some stage is that going to be a thing i'm ready Maybe? for a new mario kart because yeah. when you actually think about it the mario kart we've all been playing was just a remake of the wii u version that we all played when that came out obviously they added some new tracks to it and stuff like that yeah. but i'm ready for a, a freshen up version of mario kart in in better graphics and I think we might see maybe the final DLC pack for Super Smash Brothers. So I'm yeah. intrigued. Who would you like to see go into God. the Super Smash Brothers series? Wait, I've got what? a really controversial. Go on. I'd love to see Homer Simpson go in there. <laughs> Why the hell do you want Homer Simpson and Smash? What what is he gonna do? Like fart donuts at people? What what yeah. what, what, what were you? Okay. Hit him with a big donut. I just think he could operate and I think it'd be a game changer. Let's not forget. We all played Simpsons um what was it? Was it Simpsons Hit and Run? I can't remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. Someone actually, I watched a video recently. Someone actually kind of recreated the whole game in like next-gen graphics and it looked ridiculous. Like it looked amazing. <laughs> like it was, I was like, whoa, this is sick. Um, but yeah, I, mean, I think, I think you know, any kind of, any of those kind of classic, remember with Smash as well, can you basically bring any IP into the Smash family? Is that how it works? Like, I think so. Because I remember like, Sonic was brought in and then Metroid, uh, no, sorry, uh, Metal Gear Solid guy. Snake was Snake. brought in, wasn't he? Um, <laughs> Metal Gear Solid guy. Master Chief was the Master Chief ever on it? No, he can't have been. I don't. I don't think. I don't think. That'd I don't think good. we saw a Halo crossover. Um, who would I like to see? I don't know. Edward Scissorhands is that a thing? Can I? Oh, hold on. I've just searched it. Um, Master Chief fans are expecting him to be the next Super Smash Bros. Ultimate character. It, well, I mean, it ties in perfectly with Halo Infinite coming out soon. So. I kind of see why you'd want to get people hyped by having Master Chief available in a game, but surely, I mean, he's oh. like, he's like a Spartan, bro. He's like an absolute uh, Oh, he'd kill unit. everyone. He'd well, kill I, everyone. I, you know, imagine Master Chief versus Kirby. I mean, they're like, <laughs> 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 it's one of the most unfair matchup in history. It's, uh, here we have, you know, Master Chief versus Jigglypuff. From oh, the Pokemon God, yeah, that'd be hilarious. Just, just ridiculous, ridiculous I, I, scenes. I do think, you know, if, if they do do a big crossover like that, I do think it would drive quite a few more downloads of the game. Um, because it's yeah. one of them that's been it's been on my shelf for a little while now so I need to need to pull it back out and get can back you, on it can you play as the Cuphead characters is that a thing do you remember Cuphead I mean Cuphead was a sick I know for you guys um, you know at oh, home as well like, I don't know if you ever played Cuphead before but my god that was a fun game I never played Cuphead oh we should stream that together okay. hands down it's like amazing right when Hard are we doing hell, a oh yeah look at that yeah Cuphead dude. Cuphead is, is on it? the Switch as well Cuphead is in it. I thought it might. Yeah. I thought it was. I thought. I thought I'd seen something. Yeah, yeah. Because the the animation on those is just absolutely brilliant. I love the style of that game. It's so such so, so good. Yeah. Um, I love those games where it's like like endless bosses as well. Just boss fights. It was great fun. Yeah, I love um, that. But yeah, I mean, I mean, whatever Nintendo Direct do, um, mm. I'm 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 all for it. I think we've got you know they've got an entire repertoire there. There's probably things with Nintendo. They always find a smart way of bringing us something kind of new, which is kind of like a fresh like genre of game if you will it's kind of something completely different i mean i would i would go nuts for a new donkey kong platform game I, oh. anything they bring out i am on board nintendo so just just know that i'm, do, I'm in uh, do you know you say about i mean will we, will we find out more about the nintendo switch pro will we find anything about that mm. i know you, you mentioned there about donkey kong like donkey yeah. kong platformers yes i will i will gobble that up 
But isn't it time that we got another Donkey Kong 64 like game? Oh, yeah. Adventure style, DK oh. in his element, shooting but shooting cannons. I, I put out a tweet this week and all the tweet said was, I was there when the N64 came out. What a time to be alive, yeah. mate. Popped off. Everyone was like, yeah, dude, I was there too, man. Everyone was like, like the N64 was was such a, I mean, Goldeneye, bro. My God. Goldeneye. My God. Can you, like, I don't think, if you if you were a younger person listening to this, yeah. you probably won't, like, I'm trying to think of the the, the, the same kind of vibe in, in like modern like in modern times that that this game what this game did but when that game came out it was so there isn't a comparison because it, it changed the entire structure of first person shooters it's, it was the first... it's almost it's almost like the, yeah the point where like, if you have like a compass point and you could have a pencil with a piece of string yeah. the center of that is goldeneye and the rest of the circle that the pencil draws is the rest of the gaming world since then isn't that amazing when you think about it like every every video game that you are in first person mode carrying a gun is because yeah. of Goldeneye. So just think yeah. of all of them. Think of Halo. Think of you know your Call of Duty franchises. I can still feel the rumble yeah. in my hand when yeah. I'm sh- when I when I when I hit someone or make contact. I mean the fact that you could play like as characters like Odd Job. Yeah. And I was like Jaws. Ha- the- Jaws. This is I was like this is unbelievable. We talk about '80s action skins yeah. last week, but you can you can be characters from the Bond repertoire of villains from the last like 50 years. And it's just ridiculous. Y- you know you can you- and you can completely overlook the fact that multiplayer completely changed everything as well. Like when you play a <sighs> against your friends and we would always put a ban on odd job because he was harder to get he yeah. was harder to find because yeah. if you're out there as jaws you're gonna get lit up aren't you but yeah. um but like <laughs> i went on it i went on it the other day for the first time in ages because uh, i fired up my n64 i've got an old school tv like a one of those old box tvs because that's where the way it plays it is best and i completely forgot that the the up c down c left c right c was the camera movement which which was kind of like your second analog stick and the the thumbstick was how you move around, and and even that like it's, it was so ahead of its time. It was like, beautiful. The control, like, the N sixty four controller with the joystick in the middle, and it looking yeah. like basically like a stingray. Everyone looked at it and went, "What in the f is this?" Yeah, and then you did it and went, "I see oh. what it is. I see the light. This is perfect." <laughs> yeah, I mean that. I mean, what yeah. a, what a time to be alive. You know, Goldeneye, Banjo Kazooie. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's where you had Ocarina of Time. Ocarina like, of Time, yeah. All these games. Conker's like... Bad Fair Day, I, I bought from a retro <sighs> games shop the other day for 100 English pounds because it's Jesus that rare. Jesus Christ. What, in like fully like no, in, just, in the box? Just, just the cartridge. The ca- Do you know how rare Conker's Bad Fair Day is? I've heard it is. I heard it is actually quite rare. It's impossible to get. And the best thing about it is if you ever want to borrow it, Sav, you can. I will ship it. In some sort of a steel box. I actually have. I actually have like a a system called a retro retro freak that can pay play any game from history, the cartridge slot, everything. I could actually play that game in my house. Well, you should play it because it's like it's not. It's the naughty N sixty four game. Like there's swearing in it, and there's boobs and stuff like that, and it's really good. Isn't there a giant like like poo monster? Yep, I defeated the poo monster not long ago, and all the way through, like it's going, and it's um, (laughs) just do that sound effect one more time. Like that. that is the sound of poo. Um, <laughs> uh, we, mate, there's I'll, always all these rumblings about Nintendo Online and new games being added to it. Wouldn't it be amazing if they added games like, I mean, they won't be able to do Goldeneye because of rights issues, but let's say Mario Kart 64 and mm. you could play your friends on it online. Oh, mate, like I'm bringing classic video games to Nintendo Switch Online and firing them up where you can take on your buddies would be like, um, yeah, playing would, retro video dope. games against your pals is the dream. That is always a dream. Why has that not I mean, happened? I don't know. I'm sure you can find a way to do it. Like, but I mean, they have the kind of the SNES and the NES kind of like emulators in in the Nintendo Online app now, so you can use those. You can you can play some games on there. But um, yeah, dude, nothing better than playing like with your pals on like old school games. I mean, I love that. I love that retro game with your buddies like, on the sofa, like old like old times. Yeah. Amazing, um, mate. It's been an absolute blast as always today. Love this. Always, We've talked always. about Bond, FIFA, retro games, Pooh Monsters. Legit, <laughs> loved it. Uh, I actually, I actually bought tickets to um, with my uh, with my dad and my little brother to go and see Bond at the IMAX in a, yes. in, a, in a week or so's time. So I'm looking forward to that. I'll definitely report back when I've seen it. Like I can't wait for that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, mate, it's an absolute pleasure. I uh, look forward to seeing you again soon, Ian. Yeah, me too. I, I I always love spending time with you. It's um, it's beautiful to to look at 
the games that I'm not playing and should be, and also then take a, a trip down memory lane every single week. <laughs> I absolutely love it. But yeah, I do. I am I am interested in this Bond film. I hope it gets great reviews. I think it will because there's been a yeah. lot of hype around it. So you let me know what that's like, mm-hmm. like you do everything in my life at the minute. You tell me what it's like, then I then I'll go see it and play it. I will. Well, it's been you know we've been we've been waiting for a year for this movie, so hopefully it's going to be a banger. I'm sure it will sure. be. But um, as always, guys, um, do make sure to um, please uh, follow us on social uh, social media. You've got all the details in the bio, uh, as well as uh, on the videos as well. And we'd really love you guys to come over and watch the videos as well on the Savage Situation Podcast YouTube channel. We do a little few clips each week. Uh, check that out, and of course, review things as well. Five stars all the way, and uh, I can't wait to see you on the next one, Ian. Yes. I love you. I love you too. Actually, I genuinely do love you. And I love you listening. Thanks for joining us as always. Thanks for watching, guys. Thanks for listening. I look forward (laughs) to seeing you in the next one. Take care. Bye-bye for now. Bye-bye. ACAST recommends more podcasts, more episodes, more great shows. Keep listening to hear a show we recommend. Hey friends, it's me, Sharon McMahon, longtime government and law teacher and host of the Sharon Says So podcast. Each week on Sharon Says So, I do a deep dive into fascinating historical stories state by state to share the history of America that you probably haven't heard. I bring you stories of espionage, sled dog heroes, presidential scandals, change makers, law defiers, and more. And weekly, I have some of the nation's most prolific thought leaders and creators. We talk about a huge variety of fascinating topics. New episodes of the Sharon Says So podcast are released every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and are available on the Acast app or wherever you like to listen. Tune in and subscribe today for your fill of brain-tingling moments. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com. A massive thanks to you guys for listening to this episode of the Savage Situation Podcast. It's been so much fun. Uh, do as well. Make sure to check out the YouTube videos. Mentioned this at the beginning. We have all these videos of the, the episodes on YouTube. We also have as well highlight clips. So make sure to check it all out. Savage Situation Podcast. You can find us on Twitter, on Instagram. You know, we want to grow this community as big as we can. And you guys have been so supportive so far and it's going to get bigger, better, faster, stronger. Thanks so much for listening. Take care and we'll see you next week. That's right, on the next one. Take care for now. Thank you and bye-bye. 